hey, hey. I am so happy you're here today. I am talking about something that is a little self-discipline slash tough love conversation. Um, I love things that make me more introspective and hopefully we'll accomplish that today. So today we're chatting about overconsumption of content. And yes, I realize the irony that a marketing mentor who provides content services and courses is talking about this, but it seriously holds so much weight and value when you are working towards creating your own content, your own magic. And so I'm really passionate about this, which is why I wanted to chat about it today. Okay, let's dive in. Hey y'all, welcome to the Soulful Marketing Mama podcast, where you can learn how to build real life marketing strategies, community inside your business, and stay true to what matters most to you. Do you want to build your business without spinning your marketing wheels and selling your soul to the algorithm? Do you want to raise your little ones while creating impact and income? Well, you're in the right place. Who says we can't have it all? Hey, I'm Genevieve, wife, mama, and oh yeah, I happen to run my own online marketing and PR agency from home. I help solo entrepreneurs build amazing marketing strategies so that they can scale their business while living their life offline too. If you're ready to light up your soul in both life and business, grab a coffee, Diet Coke, or glass of wine, and let's chat all things marketing, motherhood, and entrepreneurship here on the Soulful Marketing Mama podcast. Okay, so in like October of 2021, I was at this place in my business where I really, really wanted to start scaling and scaling quickly. I remember feeling so overwhelmed by content. I was listening to all the audiobooks, all the podcasts, reading all the blogs. I was signing up for anything and everything under 300 bucks. It was a hot mess, y'all. My brain was literally scrambled eggs and I breached kind of a breaking point. It wasn't burnout from too much work. It was a burnout from too much content. We went on a mountain vacation at the end of October that year, and we had practically no cell phone service. And at first, like I, I kind of freaked out because the whole point was for us to go on walks and kind of have some like quiet downtime and all of that. And like, what would I listen to on a walk? Which like major eye roll now. I know I told you it was a hot mess, but at the time it felt like very serious. Um, but you know, we came back from that vacation where I listened to nothing except like a fiction book potentially. And I felt really refreshed and it wasn't from me taking a break from working. It was taking a break from consuming content that weekend. And it really struck me that I was over consuming content. I had no idea that this was even a thing. Honestly, I'd never heard anybody talk about it before. I feel like it's starting to come up a little bit more in conversations now, but 
I decided to continue my limited content conception while embarking on my little business experiment, which I do chat about in episode one if you want to hear more about that. Okay, so how do you know if you should go on a content ban? If you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel the same way. Like, yes, like, I feel like I listen to too much stuff or read too much stuff or whatever the case may be. So how do you know? And if you do need to go on one, how do you do that? Because let's be real, there's really no way to totally cut out content from your life, especially when you run an online business. Okay, so I actually have five questions for you and you can either jot these down or you can just answer them in real time. But if you answer yes to any of them, I think you're ready for a content ban. Okay, so here they are. Here's the five questions to ask yourself. One, I feel an intense FOMO when I see an offer and I can't join. So FOMO, fear of missing out. Second one, I feel the urge to invest in tiny offers, hoping that it'll solve that day's problem. Number three, I listen to podcasts while secretly hoping they give me an aha moment that will change everything. (laughs) This was me. I pick up my phone way too often and open IG stories instantly thinking maybe a business coach or somebody is going to have some revolutionary information to share. And five, I feel in a rut creatively and I cannot break out of it. Okay. So those were your five questions. If you need to rewind and go listen to them again, feel free. But if you answer yes to any of those, maybe more than one, which I have too, then you need a content ban. And this is where the little bit of tough love comes into place. I really, really believe in content bans. And, you know, that's kind of like a harsh way to describe it, but maybe you want to call it a content detox or a creative retreat, something like that. But if you've answered yes to any of those, you are over consuming content. And again, I realize it's ironic coming from me, someone who loves to create content. However, when you are constantly consuming content, there is going to be this damper that it puts on your own creativity. It's almost like you're in a crowded room, you have a ton of people talking to you, and you can't get a word in edgewise. That is literally what's happening inside your brain. If you're sitting down trying to create captions and you know, reels, or you're trying to really connect with your audience and find their pain points. If you are consuming too much content, you are getting input from every direction. And that can, again, cause you to have a brain feeling like scrambled eggs, like I did. And so really what the best thing to do is to put yourself on this content detox So let's talk about ways to realistically do this because I'm not a proponent of totally like turning your, your business off to reassess your creativity and reignite that spark in your business. I think that that's really hard to do. However, there are some ways to limit your content consumption that are very simple and very easy. 
grab a pen and a paper and jot down these five things so that you know how to put yourself on this content detox moving forward. Okay, first step. This is super easy. Set time limits in your phone. Go to your screen timer app if you're an Apple user. Set a time limit for Facebook, for Instagram, for TikTok, whatever other social media platforms you follow that people who are also in your either same line of business or people who you consume content from frequently are in. Go there now, set a limit, and abide by the limit. Okay, you can sometimes have some flexibility with yourself. There's no reason not to do that. However, just go set yourself some time limits. Mine personally, unless I am actively working inside Instagram or Facebook, and if I'm doing that, I'm usually in the scheduler app, but unless I am working inside Instagram or Facebook, I usually set myself to an hour a day. So that might be like 15 minutes in the morning. That might be, you know, 15 minutes at lunch and then like 30 minutes before I go to bed. And honestly, I could probably reduce that a little bit more if I'm being completely vulnerable here because it's a lot. It can still be a lot, but that's a start. So start with setting time limits for yourself on your phone and your phone will just remind you. It'll say, hey, you've reached your limit. Get off this app. <laughs> Okay, the next component is to pick three people you want to continue to learn from, okay? This one is really where you start to dive into who you follow and who you trust, okay? And I love this one because it allows you to continue to learn and consume content if you are a lover of just the educational piece of running your own business, which I am, which is why I started down this overconsumption of content because I love learning. I absolutely love hearing other people's approaches to their own businesses, approaches to different systems and ways to do business. And so that was really how I found myself in this content overconsumption. So if that's you, this one will be really key. Pick three people that you want to continue to learn from, okay? I personally use these three categories. Someone who helps better my home or my family life. Someone who helps me learn in business and I trust them. And then someone who challenges me. Okay, so I'll give you some examples. So for the person that helps me learn better in my home and life, I was listening to Chelsea Jo Moore. She runs the Systemize Your Life Academy and I loved her podcast and I eventually bought her um, academy course because my house needed some systems in place. And so that was really helping me better my home life. I've since completed all of that and now I've moved into doing Bible in a year. And so it can be faith-based. It can be home-based. It can be like a fun mom podcast or maybe even like, you know, um, a book from your favorite business coach, somebody who's helping you better your home and family life, because that at the end of the day is so crucial and important. We want to make sure that we make room for that type of content. Someone who helps me learn in business. So at the time 
I was listening to um, Stephanie Gass quite a bit, and she was talking a lot about simplification of business through podcasting, through courses and coaching, and I really loved her approach. And so she was kind of my go-to person, and I zoned out everybody else that was providing all this other you know, content ideas and things that were bogging down my brain because I was all in on her approach to business. And then someone who challenges you. So maybe you have somebody who is, you know, five steps ahead of where you are. Or maybe you have someone that you aspire to work with one day. Or maybe there's somebody you disagree with. You can still consume content from them and really start to formulate your own opinions, your own pathway based off of what, you know, they put in front of you and what makes you kind of think a little bit harder. And so that's okay too. But the key here is really to pick three people. So for the last one, I want to talk about this again. So this is kind of like two, two B or three. (laughs) It's kind of two and one here, but I would really encourage you to find someone that maybe you disagree with or that challenges you because there is such a component here of learning to formulate your own opinions and not be so involved in overconsumption of content that you can't form an opinion at all. So if you're following someone that you disagree with, it's great because then you can start to really, you know, formulate your own counterpoints. Okay, four. This one's great too. Create a motivational playlist. If I have to get stuff done, but I don't want to listen to a podcast, and maybe I also need something other than Paw Patrol in my ear, (laughs) I listen to a motivational podcast. Sometimes, you know, that's a little bit of country music on a Friday, kind of gearing up for the weekend. Sometimes it's more of like a focused motivational podcast where I'm really cranking out either work or housework, but put together a playlist. Take the time to put that together so that you don't necessarily have to listen to Paw Patrol in the background, but you also can find the motivation to continue with whatever task you're in. Okay, and five, maybe download a fiction book. I love listening to fiction books, or if it's not fiction, maybe it's like you know, a, a nonfiction historical uh, documentation of a world event you love. Something that is going to help your brain decompress and view the world a little bit differently, but without thinking about your business constantly. And, you know, maybe even start a book club while you're at it. <laughs> That's one of my best ways to network with like-minded women and entrepreneurs is start a book club. So, you can kind of team those two up together. That is in episode two of how to create your own network. We talk about really connecting with, you know, your online world. And so that is one fun way to do it. And it's also a great way to do some content detoxing. Okay. So those are your, your four slash five ways to put yourself on a content ban. First, I want you to figure out if you need one. All right, maybe you don't need one. Maybe you are really good at limiting your content consumption. But at least now you have this information that you can catch the signs before you kind of get down this road of way over consuming content. If the answer is yes, you do need a content ban, then I want you to figure out how you're going to reduce your current content consumption. 
You can do all the above that I just mentioned. You can do just one. Either way, you're going to start reducing it quite significantly. And finally, I just want to invite you to come join our group and find a few accountability buddies. Post about your ban, um, and, and instead of consuming content, check in with your buddies to see what action steps they're taking that day. So this is really great because when you post, you know, I'm going on a content ban, and then you really check in with either accountability buddies or check in with yourself, you really are driving the needle towards actionable items versus passive consumption. And that's where the magic happens in business. And that's what I wish I would have done, you know, a couple years ago was really stop the passive consumption and looking for some aha moment or some magic bullet and just do the thing. Okay, so that wasn't too bad, right? Hopefully that wasn't too much of a tough love talk. But don't forget, come post your thoughts in the group. You can find us at neonsoulmarketing.com slash community. And I promise you, you are going to love the women inside of that group. We are all there to lift up and support. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Talk soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you loved this podcast and want to just totally make my day, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a review? It helps other entrepreneurs dig into all the juicy topics we're covering here over on the Soulful Marketing Mama podcast. Oh, and if you share a screenshot of what episode you're listening to, be sure to tag me so I can share the love back. If you want to keep the momentum going, come introduce yourself and your business inside our free Facebook group, Marketing and Content for Solopreneurs at neonsoulmarketing.com slash community. Okay, friends, we'll chat next time here on the Soulful Marketing Mama podcast.